0: Hello, everybody. Pastor Deborah here. Yeah, welcome to another portion episode of my dear spiritual child letter from me, Agape Love himself. This is the letter, you know, that he dictated to me years and years ago for you. And I would send them out, gave them to people so they could hear him. For themselves, many people pray to God and don't hear Him, or they hear somebody else's voice, or they hear their soul talking. I've done that because I've been in situations where I answer my own prayers, because my flesh will do that, my soul will answer my own prayers. That's right. So, we're beginning part number 18 of this letter. We have been working through Isaiah 61 and 62. These were foundational and still are for Pastor Deborah. Remember, I'm trying to help you to learn about him and you. This letter and this part of it is so valuable to you. And we're going to pick up in Isaiah 62. He was an Old Testament prophet of the Bible, the book. That's what the word Bible means. And he had a vision. He had trips into the spirit realm. God talked to him and used him to prophesy, speak ahead, declare and decree things that were to come. that had not yet happened. When Isaiah was alive, but he uses people to speak out, write out here on earth things that are to come about him and you. So, here in Isaiah 62, we're going to pick up in verse number four through five for this episode, this part number 18. Once again, We want to thank Zoom. I'm recording in it. And we want to thank Pixabay for the wonderful, wonderful motion video. Isn't it beautiful? Just found this the other day. And we want to remember that Pastor Deborah does not use a green screen. So you'll see strange things when my hand sort of whoops, disappears into the background. Or you'll see, see back there? That's my background, my living room coming through. It might happen around my hair. So please forgive me, but it's so easy just to sit down, get a virtual background and record. I don't have to get any easels up. Don't have to put any tall green screens up. I don't have to hook anything to a chair. I may not be that clear, and you might see my background, but I hope you don't mind. And for you little ones, I know you don't care because you love all kinds of weird stuff and cartoons. So welcome, welcome. And let's have a prayer before we begin. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you here in the garden where it sort of looks like this at times. Sometimes the lights are blue and purple, gold. The flowers are singing to us. They're beautiful. Mm Mm-hmm. And we're in your presence here on earth. Oh, most people don't know where it's at. And we were to take this garden of yours and expand it over all of the world. But something happened to us and we couldn't do it. Oh, we're trying. We're still trying to do it now. But we're using different, evil, wicked spirits to help us. It's really them. Who want to have their kingdom, their heaven on earth through us. But not let us enjoy it except maybe the very few chosen ones by the gods. Mm -hmm. We know about all that through history. Ancient civilizations. Leaders. who said there were gods on earth. And that is true. I am a god. My spirit. Is made in the image and likeness of the God of the Bible himself when I became one of his children through getting born again by believing in him and having a Hebrews 4.12. When I applied the belief of the young man on the cross to my life, I became a God. I was a baby God. God means I'm self-sustaining. I am being self-sustained. I am made in the supernatural spiritual DNA of the God of the Holy Bible. I'm made after his image. And I'm made in his likeness. Now, I have to grow into that belief and understanding. I have to learn how to use that wisely, that identity. So Satan took that. He knows the pattern. That's right. And he uses us for his purposes to have his own garden. It doesn't look like this, though. It's fire and just like the land of Mordor Mm -hmm. and the Lord of the Rings. That's right. It's not pretty. So welcome. Father, help us to hear your words of your love for us. Help us through your Holy Spirit, our spiritual teacher, that we may grow and learn about you and your love for us from this letter. Help us to believe in you, accept you, and apply your cross of forgiveness in our life. Help us to be birthed as children of the light, coming out of the darkness of the soul. Father, help us, all those that are here, that are having dreams right now, that you are drawing from social media platforms, their leaders, their CEOs, businesses and banks, politicians. Help us all, Father. We need you so much, and most of us don't know that. So help us and be with us here in this letter from you. A copy love himself to us, all of humanity. Amen. All right. Sorry about that. I get real emotional about you and him. I've cried many times just for people. Just cry. Because you don't know him yet. You don't. Know that you can be born again and you can be beautiful. Oh, that doesn't mean the world is going to change and we're all going to die. Our dirt bodies are going to die. Even those in the Bible that got healed, they died. Because the dirt must give way. It has death in it. Mm -hmm. And your soul, the one you are right now, who you feel you are. Whatever that is, whatever sex, no sex, trans sex, whatever you believe about yourself, that has to die. That's an evil, wicked thing. And a new soul has to be reborn and transformed and renewed to think as a child of the light, a God living in the kingdom of heaven. And it takes time. But this letter is just to sort of introduce him to you. That's all, Because he sent his love to you through space and time, through ages and ages of history. It's always coming. It's always reaching out to you. It knows where you are, knows who you are, and it's reaching for you. All you have to do is take his hand. Nod your head. Don't have to do much. He'll hear you. and you will be a child like this of the night. All right. You ready to begin? Isaiah 62, verse 4. This was Isaiah was told this from God. This is God speaking. To Isaiah he wrote it down and God continues and goes on and says that after he makes you a royal spiritual crown that he puts on his head and you shine out to all of creation that you are his glory and victory when emperors and kings would win a battle they'd get a laurel wreath a crown on their head you are that you are showing his victory over hell, death, and the grave, over hate and vengeance, and the lust of the eyes and the lust of the flesh, and over the pride of life, the very DNA of Satan, the adversary of God Himself, who perverted and twisted all spiritual DNA and natural DNA. Mm-hmm. So let's listen, that after you become this crown of glory that he holds in his hand, and he says, verse 4, you saved, O righteous, spiritual, forever person, shall no more spiritually be named, decreed, called by, heaven in your spiritual nature be spiritually forsaken. That's right. I just put up a wonderful song on the website called Blue Moon by Bobby Fenton. I was watching a movie last night and a lady in a nightclub was singing it. And I went to the YouTube, found it. It is an excellent, excellent song of the heart cry of a spirit to have a love of its own. It's praying to a moon for something it does not have. And it got its answer. When the moon turned to gold, now it had a love of its own. And I sent that out over social media. Most people can't hear the heart cries of the spirit. But God helps singers to sing these songs for us. In heavy metal music, God had me listen to their songs. I could hear them talking to us about themselves, their world, your world. If you listened, I looked at tattoos. It would talk to me. Tell me about their world. That's right, spiritually. God speaks and works through artists, graphic designers like Pixabay, movie producers, stories, books. The animal nature, Aesop's fable, fairy tales, Lord of the Rings, the Matrix. And then we have the true stories. Mm -hmm. God is out there working. If you're looking, many of you just want to be entertained, pass the time by, and you don't want to see what's spiritually hidden behind all the pictures, the words, the graphics, the songs. So, you go listen to Blue Moon by Bobby Fenton. It's excellent. I have other songs on the website, one by Gomer Pyle. That's not his real name. He was singing The Impossible Dream about how a soldier will reach for an impossible dream, will give up his family, be battered and bruised. His heart will be turned upward for a righteous. Heavenly cause. Excellent song. Then we got Elvis Presley on the website singing, I have a dream. It came out after Martin Luther King gave his I have a dream speech. And Elvis Presley, did you know he learned how to sing in church? He was a gospel singer. hmm And he was searching for some candle in the darkness always. Because he didn't realize he got off in the show business Because he had a horrible manager. And his family was very poor. They wanted money. He was a good-looking young man. But his heart, his musicians would tell him he always sang gospel songs. Because he grew up and found God. And then the world came in, like most of us. And deception comes in and evil and blackness and drugs. and, And guess what? We can't see him anymore. So I have a dream. A wonderful, wonderful song. Then there's many other songs to help us hear the cries of children. One's by Chrissy Sykes that she wrote, and I think she sang it, called Kimberly. It's on the website. Excellent. Then there's other songs. Mm-hmm. God works in through everything he can to reach you. And he's working through Isaiah 62. So in verse 4, he said, once you become a crown of glory in his hand, after you've been cleaned up from the mess you were in, that's what Isaiah 61 says, you a mess. He wants you to become a tree of righteousness planted here on earth to help other people and to produce fruit for them to take and eat and know that he is good. He said, when that happens, you'll no more be spiritually named or decreed or in your nature forsaken by him and his agape love. Neither shall your spiritual land, your spiritual heart and your mind and soul be any more spiritually called or named, decreed or in nature be desolate, empty of him. But you, O spiritual forever person, shall now be spiritually called and named and decreed by your spiritual nature, your new birth, become Hespa. I may not have said that right, which means my spiritual delight is in her. Mm-hmm. He looks at humanity in so many different ways. He looks at us as, as a female, mm-hmm. as a child, as a son. But he is saying to thee, you'll be my, my spiritual delight. That means my presence, my joy, my love will be in you now. hmm and your spiritual land, your heart and your mind and your soul will be named Beulah. means you'll have a master now. You'll be married. You'll be spiritually one with me. One with agape love. And why would he do this? For the Lord spiritually delights in you. As a new creature of the light. These are showing you new creatures, new children being birthed out of the darkness, coming up from the soil of your soul and darkness up as new creatures of light right here in the garden of Eden in the very presence of God himself. And he says, his spiritual delight will be in you in each one of those little dots. Yeah, that's you back there. All of you. Yeah, Pastor Deborah is a little bigger one because she has grown and matured. And your spiritual land, your spirit, your soul will be married, be in union with follow after, cleave to, be a messenger of, be in a covenant with, a legal agreement with him, and he will be as your husband to you, one who cares for you, protects you, provides for you. He will be one that will give you wise counsel for you to listen to. You will be one with you spiritually in your spirit. You'll be one with agape love. And he says in verse number five, for as a young man marries a virgin, usually a day of joy, excitement of the fruits of their marriage to be brought forth. Families are happy. He says, so shall your sons marry you. That means your children will see you become a virgin again, never having had sexual intercourse, intimacy. You'll have had no other spirits within you. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you a quick story about Candy, precious lady I worked with. She grew up in multi-generational Satanism. And one day the Lord told me he wanted to do deliverance work on her. She had a family inside, mother, father, uncles, aunts, brothers, sisters. Now, they were all demonic spirits to her spirits. That was her family. Her spirit only knew. Now, she is born again, but we had to take care of the family that was there and kick them out. So when she called me on the phone, I asked how her family was doing. So she answered, oh, they're fine. And I knew what that meant. All the demons that were in me that she believed were her family. were well, they're still there. They're fine. Everything's hunky-dory. And I said, yes, but they have to leave. And I did a quick prayer because Candy put her life in my hands and had given me permission to set her free. So I said, Father, all those demons who are making her believe they are her family, and they had been her whole life. She was born with them. They came in through sex and satanic meetings from uncles, brothers, And her spirit was surrounded by this family that she was in spiritually. And I cast them out and sent them into the pit. It kind of caught her by surprise. So the next day, she called and asked how she was doing. She said she was so lonely spiritually. She had never been without this family of demons They were uncles to her and brothers and sisters and mothers, fathers. Mm -hmm. And she was so lonely spiritually. But I told her that she couldn't learn how to have the father himself as a family, the head of the family. And Christ Jesus as her brother and to be connected to the body of Christ spiritually while they were there. They were taking the rightful place of God in his family in her spirit. And she knew that, but she had never been without him. So I prayed again, Father, let her spirit become aware of your family. You as Father. She believed in this God of Jesus, but not this God of Jesus as her father. She didn't understand the body of Christ and that Jesus was like her big brother. So she was getting a whole new spiritual family. But we first had to cast out the old ones and everybody hasn't. Especially if you are older before you get saved. That's right. Sometimes we got to cast out those false prophets. You've been listening to false words that have planted themselves in you. So he is here in verse number five saying, you will be brand new to me. These are brand new little babies. They've never had sex. They've never been intimate with any other spirits. And sometimes, even as you see them kind of popping, they're getting deliverance from what stayed on. And your soul, oh, it is a mess. That's right. And he's got to work on that, too. But you will be like a virgin to me. Clean and holy, beautiful, tender. Mm-hmm. All that black and ick, it's washed away. You want to see a beautiful love story of God in you? Go read the book of Hosea. It's about Hosea and Gomer. God told this prophet to go marry this prostitute. He did. And she ran off and got in the slave trade and he had to go buy her again. And she went off and did her prostitution. And it was hurting him. He says, but that's how I feel. i married. I made a choice to be married to be one with, have children, have a family of humanity. And even though they run off to the slave markets or prostituted out, turn their back on me, I will come. And you will show them, Hosea, that you will keep going back and getting them, bringing them home with dignity and honor and forgiving them. That's what the book of Hosea is showing us the love of the Father for us. Through the love of a man and a woman. So, verse five continues to say, You'll be righteous and pure and honorable, like these little white ones. Again, you'll be dressed in spiritually white robes. See how they're white? Of righteousness, as a bride's wedding dress. So, every time you see a white wedding dress of a bride, Think of yourself being born again. He's using that to help you spiritually see you when you believe in him. Mm -hmm. That's right. God uses everything to help us. So be encouraged today. He wants you to know that when you are born again to him, you will no longer be desolate. But you will have his spiritual delight in you, his love. You will be one with him. He'll cling to you. You'll be spiritually one in and through, bonded by agape love. He will rejoice over you, so will all of heaven. And you will have a beautiful white robe of righteousness. Pastor Deborah has it. It's like a white light. That is my spirit. My spirit used to be dark, even at the age of three. Mm-hmm. Now, I did not come out of my soul till I was much later, maybe in my 40s. I went to church. It was religious denominations. I didn't get any words of spirit in life. Never heard about a Hebrews 412. Never had any teachers like this. I was in denominations that only spoke their doctrines. Mm-hmm. So I went looking, but I did stay in church. was all I knew, read the Bible, still have it, sought peace, prayed. Used to try to go to Christian communes when I was in college or when Jan was in college. Always was looking for him, trying to find him. So God can say, I can work with that one. Mm-hmm. And he did. Now, that's a whole other story. But right now, today, here in this spiritual child in Isaiah 62, verse four through five, we're learning what he wants to call you, what he's going to name you, what you're going to become, what's going to have already been decreed about you. You're no longer going to be desolate, but you're going to be a spiritual delight. And Have his spiritual delight in you. And you're going to be married to him, intimate, one with him. Mm -hmm. He shows us in nature the intimacy of marriage. A contract, legal contract between two people. And how they're intimate physically. And how from their intimacy comes new life, birth. When I became intimate, not sexually, there is no sex with this God or with Jesus or any of his angels. It's a different kind of intimacy. It's hard to talk about, but you're one with him. He's in me. I'm in him. And when I'm in that relationship and I stay in it, not in my soul, not in the flesh or lust of the eyes or lust of the flesh or the pride of life, we produce fruit. The words I speak, the deeds that I do, we cast out devils, we lay hands on the spiritually sick, and they recover. People's lives are changed, like candies, to make room for him. So look, all of these little ones are coming up right now, here in the garden. God is having a revival among the children of the world, the youth, the teens, the young adults. Uh Mm-hmm. He is moving through dreams and visions. He's going about his work. The church is not involved, believe it or not. They want to stay inside their buildings. Mm-hmm. God's moving with the little ones in every public school. He is working to prevent their little spirits from having all that evil, wicked propaganda spoken to it. Mm-hmm. He's working. He's working. He's about his business. He's traveling. You don't think God's going to sit back and wait for his people who are in divisions, children, doctrines. Don't even believe in most of them. Don't pray to him. They vote for abortion to kill little babies in the womb. You think he's going to sit back and wait for them to get it? He's moving on. He's doing his work every single day. To reach you. He's drawing you through the Holy Spirit. He's brought you here to the garden. Right now. He is working his work. He is fulfilling his words of Isaiah 61 and 62. Here on earth. In you. I'm a part of it. I don't do all this work. That's him. I just speak about him to you. Tell you about him. Present him to you. So you would want. To get to know him. He knows your condition. And a lot of times he has to tell me, Pastor Deborah, what your condition is like with candy. That she had a family of spirits in there. Mm-hmm. That needed to be removed. She had another king in there, a throne room in her spirit. Mm-hmm. She had two demons in there. They were, ta- they were named Ahab and Jezebel. I had to get rid of them. That's right. Then she had a protector she had created herself named James. You can read about that on the website. When she was two or three, she had to have some help spiritually. Nobody would help her. She didn't know God. So she created a teenage boy named James to protect her spiritually so she could sleep or rest. But it was really her, but it was a spiritual image. And God had to slowly work with her to allow herself. To give up James and allow Jesus, the Christ, the mighty king and shepherd to take James's place in her spiritual life. And she did everything that God and Jesus want to be with you. The enemy of you has spiritually done. They want to be have intimate sex with you. How many of you have dreams of having sex with things or people? Get taken out of your body and go to meetings, get put in other people. How many of you are working with negative energies and forces, ancestors? All of those are trying to be to you spiritually. What this God of Isaiah 62 says, I want to be. They took my pattern, the best there is. And when you were lost to me, they took my place in you. And but through a new birth, from the death of my son on a cross, we're going to start again. Birth you anew, and we begin newness. Still have work to do in their spirit. That's what Candy showed us. But you be encouraged. You're not alone. There is hope for you. Pastor Deborah's here as a spiritual mother, a shepherd, a king, and a warrior. I will bring you help and angels and this God almighty of King David, the Bible of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob and Isaiah is here on earth now to help you. All you have to do is want his help, his love. Believe that he loves you. He doesn't hate you. No matter what you've done, what you do, what you believe, he loves you, and he will birth you anew. Give you a Hebrews 4.12. Out of your soul you will come. Just like this. And he will give you governors to help you. Pastors and mothers. And he will give you his word. And you will be a beautiful new royal creature. You will be made in his image. And after his likeness. You will be a God yourself. Of the kingdom. Of heaven on earth. So welcome. And be encouraged. Dear Heavenly Father. If there's anybody here right now. That wants this. To be born again. Become one with you. And become. Filled with your delight. To be spiritually one with you. To have a white robe of righteousness, make it so. Be about your work of fulfilling these words of Isaiah 62, verse 4 through 5. In their lives, so that you are glorified here on earth. And Satan can only just hate you even more. Father, be about your work. This is your work, your ministry. And I thank you for being a part of it just a little bit. But Father, do what only you can do with these. Have your great revival in the realm of the Spirit with the children, the infants, the young teens and youth. Father, move across the nations, the world, wherever they are. Bring them forth out of every nation, tribe, and culture, out of birth them anew. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. All right, I'll see you in the next portion of my dear spiritual child letter from me, Agape Love himself, who traveled through space and time to reach you with the greatest gift, Agape Love, to freely give it to you For it's all paid for to birth you anew into his family. Make you a tree of righteousness where you're no longer forsaken and desolate. But you are one with him, filled with agape love, wearing the white robe of his righteous glory and victory from across. See you then. Love always and forever. Pastor Deborah, from my living room to you out in the realm of the spirit and the garden. Bye. Bye, flowers. Thank you so much for being with us today. Bye.